This episode of Between Us Girls, the podcast is brought to you by Studio Sweden. Studio Sweden is a revolutionary new headphone brand sweeping the entire world, the world, okay? These are customizable 24-hour battery life, okay? Twenty-four hour battery life. Then they have major noise reduction. These are amazing. Okay, check them out. Go to www.studio.com and make sure you use the code Between Us Girls at checkout to get fifteen percent off your order. You want to do this? Okay, I'm telling you. You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Welcome to our show. This is Michelle. Danielle. And your guests, Jocelyn Renee. And this is Between, Between Us, Us Girls. So you can you can always <laughs> find us on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, gosh, a whole host of places. This week we discovered we were on like so many different um, platforms. I was just Googling us and I was like, let me see. And, um, yeah, we were there. So you can pretty much find us anywhere you could listen to podcasts. <laughs> we, we were on Women in Podcasts. Oh, yeah, okay, Women in Podcasts. it's a really big deal for you to get to the point of Spotify because Spotify, like, you're, like, one step from Tidal. Did y'all get on Tidal yet? Oh. That's the next? First I, of all. I haven't even tried. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, uh. Step. Like, it's been, what, a year and a half or so? Yeah. If you got into the point of Spotify, like, that's a big deal. So, yeah, and the next the next thing is title. Yeah. Like black on. You know, I mean, for yeah. us and by us. Uh, see what had happened was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like maybe eventually we'll we'll get to title status. Um, if we do, um, Danielle is going to be so conceited. You ain't going to be able to tell her <laughs> shit. I'm going to be Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be right. Jay Z and right. neither are you. Oh, no, not at all. No, I'm going to be kind watching right from now. the background. <laughs> no, you're Issa Rae. Oh, yeah. Oh. You did, somebody, who else, did you tell me that? Somebody else told me I told you that. You told that. I told you you were Issa Rae and that Sharonda was Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was Aunt Karen. Aunt Karen. Okay. Who Karen? Aunt Karen. I was wearing, you didn't see that wig I was wearing last week? No. Oh. I missed it. Aunt Karen, like from Hand, Handmaid's Tale? You're, no, oh, like, no, that's, that's awesome. Aunt Lydia. Okay, my bad. Aunt Lydia? That bitch. Can we talk about Handmaid's Tale? Are y'all all caught up? I have not watched this season at all because I wanted to binge it. And mm. so I didn't I don't wanna I don't wanna commit to watching it every week. Like I wanna know what's gonna happen right now. Right now. now. Yeah. And I understand. And I waited until the fifth episode before I started watching it and then I binged it. But it's so it's it's even better than the first season. It is like, good. Seriously. It's really good. It's really good. I'm only on episode five, I think. That's interesting considering so. that they're off book now. Yeah. 
Right. But I mean, yeah. that means there's more um, liberty. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they yeah, can do yeah, whatever yeah. they want. They can make those characters become something completely different. Right. Yeah. It's it's a really good season. So when you do binge it, we're not going to tell you, mm-hmm. you know. But when you do, you're going to probably spend like a whole weekend of just. I don't. You know what? That show's kind of depressing, though. It is. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to be able to like spend a whole weekend. Girl, so we'll but see. blessed be the fruit. I know. And may the Lord open. open. So do you think that could really and truly happen in oh, real absolutely. life? Oh, absolutely. I definitely think so. Absolutely. With the way that politicians want to control women's body, yeah. like, off top anyway? Like, mm-hmm. absolutely it okay, could happen. Okay, but with the whole feminist movement, do you really think they're going to, like, feminist But the feminist is movement more... is what got them right. kind of to that place. Because even though his wife was talking about, you know, traditional uh, female stuff, it was her freedom that allowed her to write that book that gave him the idea mm-hmm. to start that shit but feminism is way like that book came out i think in because i just I found it in um mm-hmm. kindle 75 or mm-hmm. 65 something like that we're not there now this is a whole different you know it's worse at type of no i don't think so I, do. I don't think I, I feel like if they try to do it, if men really or politician, male politicians really try to do it, the feminists are too big to allow that to happen. It's not mm. going to happen. I mean, that's that's like saying um, Donald Trump is not going to get elected president. Man, you know I was shook. <laughs> when that happened, like I would have told you it wouldn't happen. But because it's exactly okay, like that. so I, I'll give you that. I give you that. And, yeah. and they're like even more closer now to getting that wall built. Yeah. And they're uh, separating actually, they those kids. In San Francisco, like a couple weeks ago, I believe they said. Well, what I don't know. Something I was reading today was talking about um, the immigration bill that mm-hmm. they are trying to get passed right now where it has funding for the wall in it. Mm. Yeah. So, they said they were starting like actual, actually starting to build. And it might just be construction for it, which is deconstructing something. Yeah. But they started something a couple weeks ago. My thing also is, I was I, so I listened to ninety point one. I think in the morning ninety point one TSU? or whatever. No, no, I don't think it's TSU. It's a uh, Democracy Now. Oh, every morning, girl. <laughs> and so they were talking about how um, basically, as far as the wall goes, they're also now like separating. And this isn't just on Democracy One. They're separating these families. Like the kids from the yeah, when they come yeah. over, yeah. But on top of that, they they were saying, well, this was already in place with Obama. That's what they're but saying. They're just enforcing it now, right? Like, but so, it started with Bush. It, but they, right. They don't want to. But say right. That, but Obama but, never and they were, said, oh, I'm really going to separate kids from. But from I think they parents. did in instances where there was concern. Like for I saw I read an article today um, after watching that Sarah Sanders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, when she was trying to defend it, but yeah. not defend it. But it said mm-hmm. that while, you know, it was a thing, nobody was really excessive. Yeah. Like, like he's going to be with it. Like, he is being with like it. Like, he is being when, with when it. They, they have when Bush camps. and Obama separated children from their parents, it was if, in the instance where um, a child came with a non-relative. Right. You right. know, and things like that. So... And then, even then, they were sent with relatives in the United States already. Right. Well, because they can't really just put them in a prison with adults, or right. they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Right. So but, that's what the issue is. But even my though, thing is, like, even though, regardless if this has been the law for however many years, have some kind of moral 
like whatever like compass it, yes because regardless of what the law is like you Who have the fuck to is still laughing? have compassionate i'm laughing at the comments right now because they're talking about how um we're, I'm just smiling at the comments, and Sharonda <laughs> is saying that she's gonna fight me because she wants some cookies. Oh god! As a guest, I brought wine, mm-hmm. and it is called Josh Sellers Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. um, vintage 2000. What does that say? Two, it's 2016. Wow, 2016. It is I not. And, and when I tell you, bad. it's not small. Look at my it's not small my eyes are bad i'm probably going to end up going blind in probably about five or six years so anyway so when i went to the liquor store to get this to get some type of wine uh it was one of those liquor tasting things or whatever Mm -hmm. he was like oh everybody seems to like this get this so i just got it and um i don't know how do y'all feel about it like how does it taste to you too (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's okay for me it tastes good I'm not really a wine drinker, you know. I'm trying to go low carb, so vodka from you know what most wine doesn't have that many carbs. Vodka doesn't have carbs. You know know what? Um, White wine actually has less carbs than red. Hello, before yeah, but they're both carbs. Yes. Okay, but you know what? I feel like now that I'm at the place that I'm at with the diet, I just kind of feel like if I want to eat rice, I do. I don't eat it all the time. I'm not overdoing it. But if I want to have a taste of something, I just do it. So I want to lose like 50 pounds. So I'm not there. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you feel, oh Lord, look at my double chin. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I hate you had to see that. Yeah. So I'm not there. Either way, I feel like it tastes fine, but I also haven't drank wine in a long time. Yeah. So, so Danielle's so not going to participate in the your... episode. She's going to talk to you guys via Facebook. Y'all give your professional between us girls wine critique on Josh something. So. Yeah. We're, well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, at okay. the end. And then we'll rate the wine on aroma, body, finish, and taste. I think there's another one, but I keep forgetting it. Okay, so what we're going to talk about on this episode. Oh, I can see comments. I feel like squirrel. That's what the feel I feel like in here with them. Okay, so we're going to talk about um, how black children, boys and girls, are not perceived as children by the general public or the police. And I think we've all seen it, right? So the reason why I want to talk about this is just because... Well, let me let me get personal. I feel like every time my son has an encounter with adults in school or outside, like outside playing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they go ahead and like bring the police, and I'm like, he's not doing anything. Right. He's a child, you know. Like, why wouldn't you say, "Where are your parents?" Right. It's like they automatically think there are no parents, mm-hmm. or the parents probably right. don't care. Exactly. You know, and they got me fucked up. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think in general, people have just like this unhealthy fear of black people mm-hmm. and they extend that fear to kids and that, and when they do so, they start to treat kids like adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So they don't see them as innocent children. Mm -hmm. They see them as little midget adults. Right. right. Oh, and I'm scared. Especially the boys. I saw um, an article on CNN once about um, how they, they were viewing little girls. They took some people were viewing little black girls differently than little white girls. Like they did not see the black girls as being innocent. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking about like middle school age and Mm. under. Right. And so it's like, so you're automatically like applying the angry black woman, Mm -hmm. angry grown black woman to a A child, a 10 year old child. And you're assuming that she's like that. Right. right. When she's a Don't child. get sassy with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And all you did was say. And then they're going to just blame me. it on the mom. Right. Oh, she's probably a single mom and all of this stuff because yeah. of that. Right. Yeah. That's that's horrible. I know me just, I mean, and then you as well. We both have yeah. boys. But us having even just 19-year-olds, it's like, I remember him growing up. And I remember the moment where. It came down to my son probably came from a boy to a man. Yeah. Because of a racist uh, security guard in his apartment complex. It was like, okay, mom, I didn't tell you before because. Oh, when he was at school? No, this is when he was in the apartment complex where oh. we live, where oh, okay, I okay, paid okay. over $1,000 rent. Oh, okay, okay. He used to, all the kids in our uh, in his school, as far as basketball and stuff, they all came to our, our house all mm-hmm. the time. We were the closest apartment complex to the school. So I get it. It was no big deal when we stayed off of Grant Road. Like, we were a block away from the school. Before anybody got cars, everybody came to our house, house, which was fine. But these kids, even though they were 14 and 15, in the mentality that they were, they were not like some grown hood. Well, I'm not even going to say hood because that's stereotype. They Mm -hmm. weren't on some grown man shit. Mm -hmm. They were literally like... They would go outside and play hide and seek. Yeah. They had this game called Manhunt, where they literally just, like, you have to go after a certain person. It's literally like hide and seek or whatever. Yeah, but as a group. So they we got this new security guard one time where this kid, this guy would see Devon coming from summer school, go into the office, get some cookies, speak to everybody in the office, see he lives there, and he's lame as fuck. Right. <laughs> because he didn't, De- Devon was not that kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, all of a sudden, three or four days in a row, the, the security guard sees he has three or four f- black friends yeah. over, and they're either sitting in front of our door at the on the stairs talking or playing and running around the apartments like some little kids because they're little kids. Yeah. I still have the recording of me going off on this dude. He tried to basically call the cops on my kids. And I told him, I said, I only have one here, but I pay over $1,000 rent every month. There is no way you're going to sit here and go off on my kids. And they're doing nothing right. but what they have the right to do in this apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't make any sense. But what it came down and he was black. What it came Ooh. down to was they look at, even though we know our kids are good, and this is the lesson I used to tell Devon. Even though I know and everybody, of your, as far as your parents know, y'all are good, mm-hmm. these people look at you like a threat, even right. as a 14-year-old boy. It made me think about, oh, shit. <laughs> Don't waste that. But how sad is that, It made though? me think about Trayvon Martin. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, he's, he's, he literally just a kid walking home. And, and he has fucking Skittles. It, yeah. And Eric asks me every day. He's like, Mom, can you give me an Arizona? And honestly, you guys, one day I was so, you know, I get worked up. He was wearing a hoodie, oh, and he I had a tee, and, and I was like, 
I used to, you know what? Devon, You're wearing the Trayvon Martin outfit. You need because, to chill. Because these kids don't know You're our type die. of, they don't know our America. Right. When we tell them, like there's so many times I tell Devon, look, you're fine, but when you go into the store, take the hoodie off. Like, they see you as a threat, even though they don't know you're like, you know, an A and B student, yeah, basketball, right. whatever. You're a good kid. They don't see he, that. He's dark skinned, too. And, and he's, he's dark skinned. Yeah. And don't let it be three or four of them. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole nother thing. It's just a shame. It is a shame. Because they really are babies. Yeah, they are. Like, I, you know what? It's, it's interesting because, um, like, I had to tell, I had to, I had to have a talk with my son. Because and it's sad that we have to tell them because they don't see it. No, they, 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 they don't. They don't see he, color. He, yeah, they he don't. thinks that you know because he has these these Hispanic friends mm-hmm. and these white friends, same as Devon. and same and as they're doing the same things that he's doing and not getting in trouble and not getting on. in trouble or not getting picked exactly. on or whatever. That it's like oh everything is fine because we're all doing the same thing, exactly. right? And so so why why is it that I get punished? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, and it's, it's really sad. I was like, you know, I have to remind him, like, Keisha, yep. you realize that you're black, right? Right. Like, you cannot do the same way, the same things. You cannot operate in the same way as other people do because people judge you differently. Exactly. Right. And he don't, well, he did not get it at the time. Until initially. he has yes. that experience. Yeah. That's yeah. the bad thing. And and I feel like eventually all this racism will eventually go away, honestly. Because I seriously our, doubt it. Well, I don't think Unless so. you have, like, you got to think about it. Every My, parent, every person, every person, every racist person that's having kids mm-hmm. is putting them seeds in those kids' heads. Okay, but look, our kids all look at it like, what are you talking about, Mom? Because they all have white friends, Hispanic friends, but that's because black they're friends. Kids. And and I'm going to tell they, you from so personal experience. Every, so if everybody, basically, <clears throat> all the colors don't see it even if their parents try to plan it in their head if their livelihood and their upbringing is their friends are not like that eventually i really and maybe i'm mm, being I naive think, but i, I really like, feel like eventually very, I, I, going I, to, I do too because and i'll say see this is why we like you coming because you have a different opinion <laughs> but see the thing is is that like i grew up just like Danielle. i grew up in a white school same here and when i graduated i was like love my friends my friends right, love right, me right. and them hoes went to college and was like michelle what michelle who you get different and when i got out there on my own i experienced a lot of racism mm-hmm. even if it wasn't overt yeah. and that was when i said you know what i really am different because yeah. mm-hmm. i thought i was almost exempt mm-hmm. you know because i hadn't experienced anything i knew racism existed but i was like no one's been racist to me not directly and mm-hmm. then when i was an adult like a young adult, like maybe yeah. like 19, 20, maybe, no, no, 21. And I went to this pool party with my friends, with white friends. Right. And one of the girls is married to a black man, and somebody at that party called him a nigger. And it was an older lady, too. She was like 50. Well, of course, because right. they're still but, racist. But those are the grandparents of these people. Mm-hmm. And those are the parents of the parents. Right. So it's like, it's hard to say it's going to be obliterated completely. No, because okay. it's, they're, so it's a learned about. behavior you know at what? that point. I, I, I completely agree with you. Maybe it's not going to go away completely. But I also feel like these kids, not even just about race, they're so much more open about um, gender and they're open about fucking each other. That's right. what they're That's open about. about. <laughs> okay. But still, just, I'm better than you, though. Like, let's not get this shit twisted. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, you, you still don't, don't see. I, you still, I feel like eventually, I, I really do, and I, I guess this is my naivety, but I really do feel like over time, these kids are not going to see it, which means they're not going to teach their kids racism. But you do realize- because. It's not. It's not going to be there for them. They might say, "Hey, look, this is the history you had. This is the history that we did. But look how bad it was for us, and look how good it is now." Let me tell you about my life experiences growing up with everybody accepting everybody. This will not be forever. I really don't mm. think it. I mean, we all got to be the same on the same color wheel. No, right eventually, I feel like we are because I mean, we everybody look like is that mixing Tarte everybody. A uh, foundation that came out that had all <laughs> white and then one tan at the end of it. Like that's where we have to be. Well, I mean, if you even just look at how when Trump got in office Ooh. and how I still people don't know start, how that happened and, and how people started to behave differently towards other races, and mm. it was not just adults. Like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing mm-hmm. videos. Um, it was like these, I remember these two black girls. Um, they were getting, um, like, taunted or whatever by this this white guy, this white boy. He was the son of a sheriff. Mm-hmm. And he was texting them all kind behavior. of crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, all kind of racist stuff. He was, like, shit was in writing. Like, they had this shit. And... Like, he was uh, putting notes and stuff on their lockers. Like, he was, every day, he was just tormenting these two girls. And the school wasn't doing anything about it because mm. his dad was a sheriff. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember that story came out. So, I mean, to think that, you know, kids nowadays are not necessarily racist. Like, I... I don't think they know they know what it is yet. They just know they feel... No, I think it's... Right, I think the learned behavior they, happens... Long, after an older age versus right, like how in I middle learned, school or how high I school. I realized I was different. That's when they realized they're different too. Oh, well, I can do this. Did you see that? She just tried to do what I did and ah, she can't do it. That but you know, can I give a different perspective? Me growing up in predominantly white area in school, I experienced more racism from my people. But that's Katie. Katie is country. Katie, Katie is was. White, it white, ain't like white. that now. But I just know when I grew up, it was like the black boys had a problem with me being tall, dark skinned, real hair, thick, or whatever. It wasn't. It wasn't the white people. It was my own people. It was the boys. Yeah, like, oh, you're too. too. So that wasn't. You're what, a white girl. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's what I got from the black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, uh, not, that's of what course I got. The white you're, folks are not going to call you white girl. They're no, like, they're you're not. definitely not white. You're not. You're not but but even when I went to, <laughs> like, let's say in South Park with my people, with my family or whatever, guess what I got? Oh, you think you're better than us because you're in a predominantly white neighborhood. Well, guess whatever. what? News fucking flash. Like, where do you okay. even fit in with all of that? When you, you when everybody is, like, rejecting you, it was the whole thing. I know, it was tough for me, so, too. Same don't get me wrong. I'm fine now. But I was cool. I was cool <laughs> but with it my, was, my friends. It was but questionable. But I realized that I was different when I got to be an adult because yeah. as a child, they would always be like, well, we were Because you were cool with everybody. But okay. we, like, all the way off topic. Right. Anyway. So, but I have some, so. <laughs> I have some, I have something I want to read about the justice system. <clears throat> the disparity exists because of differences in how young people of color are treated at every point of contact with the justice system. But the growth of the incarceration disparity is likely due to growing disparities in arrests which feeds the rest of the system. Black children are more than twice as likely as white kids to be arrested. 
but the data shows this disparity is not because black kids are committing more crimes. Black youth are burdened by a presumption of guilt and dangerousness, just like mm -hmm. Danielle said. Yeah. A legacy of our history of racial injustice that marks youth of color for, dis for disparately frequent, I don't know what the fuck, yeah. Frequent stops, searches, and violence, and lead to higher rates of childhood suspension, expulsion, arrests at school. So basically, I don't know, it says, in an era of racial segregation, especially residential segregation, because we are still a lot residentially segregated, yeah. Yeah. black youth's lives are surrounded by police officers, and their teenage mistakes are more likely to land the juvenile in the justice system. White youth don't have that issue, which is totally true. Mm -hmm. That makes me really sad. Yeah, but it it's is. true. I, w I was looking at um, I was looking at some article today that was talking about um, in Florida specifically mm -hmm. how I think uh, I didn't save it to bring it up, but I think it was like their population of black people is like seventeen percent in Florida. In Florida, oh, yeah, like and really small. Yeah, I but. Um, Everybody, all the black people are in jail. 47% of the people. Does 47% of that 17% are in jail? In jail. Okay. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And then um, half of those are kids that are tried as adults. And, I mean, that's that's our point is that, you know, they, they see us as adults, not as a kid that made a mistake. Right. You know, um, and so once you're tried as an adult one time, Every time thereafter, you will always be tried as an adult. Yeah, you they know, can't go back to trying you as a kid. Right, they can't go it's back to trying you as a kid. It's not But fair. you have the white people that, oh, well, he just made a mistake. Probation and we're going to give them times. three months of probation, yeah. even though he just raped a whole woman. Right, behind a dumpster. Behind a dumpster. Right. <laughs> but he's, but he's got a scholarship because he he's going to be yeah. on the swim team. So, he's 22, though. Right. So we can't as a whole adult. punish him, really, because he's going to be just totally messed up if he goes it's, to yeah, prison. Yeah, it's going to affect his What's future. What's it called? It's almost that affluenza stuff, white, but it's something white, else. Uh, white privilege. Yeah. Let's just say it, oh. that's what it is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like we're <laughs> in an episode of Dear White People. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. But the thing is, is that like, like that's why when Terrence got into trouble at school and they didn't call me, mm -hmm. I was like, so basically what you're trying to do is prepare my son to go to jail? Yep. Because I don't have any say-so about what y'all are fucking doing up in here. He don't have no lawyer, nothing. What the fuck is going on? And it was right. over some bullshit, but I got on that principle. And I told him, I said, I'm you're not ever supposed to talk to my son again unless yeah. I know about it. I don't give a fuck what it's about. And he was like, well, we talked to a lot of kids. I said, I don't give a fuck no. about that. And I don't care about them. I'm talking about my son. You're not going to talk to my goddamn kids without me Knowing about it. Michelle literally called that school for five days until she finally had an off day to go up there because you're not answering my calls and right. returning my emails. And she Facebooked him and he still didn't respond. She had to go up there. Right. Because the thing is, is that you, you can't, that's that. my son. Exactly. You know, that that's a child. I'm his adult. Okay. For all intents and purposes, I'm yeah. his adult, right. which means if something happens with him, you need to talk to me. Because I'm the one that makes the decisions for him. Exactly. He ain't running shit. But you got them at time. Well, we're not going to call your parents. And they have the cops in there. I'm like, you yeah, are no. setting him up to hide shit from me, first of all. Secondly, to trust your ass and to tell you shit. And you don't or have to be, be involved. pressured to admit yeah. something that's not even true because you're scared. Yeah. That's, how many? Over some school shit. Exactly. Yeah. Really? 
not cool. You know, I heard the saddest story the other day, and it was about this 13-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. He, um, He was living on the street for whatever reason, I don't know, and he tried to join a gang. Mm. And so he, his initiation was to shoot somebody mm. to get in the gang. And I'm, I'm assuming that he was trying to get like shelter, yeah. mm. you know, because he was basically living on the street. Right. You know? Yeah, he needed something. He needed, somebody. He needed something. And he was he trying to give some him some kind of get family, some protection, family or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so he shot this lady in the face. Oh. And she didn't die. Um, and the prosecutors told him that if he was to plead guilty, that they would give him 15 years. Yeah, they want you to take the plea bargain. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of but at going end, to trial. But after right. that, you get 15 years, no probation, right. no, no he got life have you in guys prison. Watched 13? He got life without parole. Have you watched 13? Yes. No. You need to watch it because yes, that's exactly what not we talk 13, about. It's um that that the came documentary. out a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. because they it talk was about really that. Bad. Yeah, this goes back to the Bush <clears throat> era of all of that happening. Yeah, yeah. So, it was really bad. so he got life without parole. Yeah, and because he was thirteen years old, he was he was tried as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And was he a thirteen um, year old tried as an adult. So the, don't even have no good nut hair. Right. So the warden <laughs> had to make a decision on whether or not to put him in the general population where he could mm-hmm. possibly get hurt. Right, because they like young boys. Yes, they right. do. Right. And oh, you got a sweet young booty. That's right, because a lot of them so are, are sick. They're pedophiles. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Ooh, and so, so, so he chose to put the boy in solitary confinement. Well, which is not a good option either. Right. But that's all that was. Isn't that what happened to Khalif? I was uh, about Browder? to say Khalif Browder. So like, he, he was, went crazy because he was in. This is what exactly what happened to this boy. Yeah, like how he, does that even work? He to get out of solitary confinement, you have to do good for six months. Do good at what? Sitting on your fucking ass by yourself, Basically. six months straight, right? But and he, not go crazy even he though you by yourself himself. for six months. Um, and he, he like he tried to hurt himself. Like he would. Okay, so he he would lash out. out. He was never. He was never good for yeah, six months. Yeah, he's a little kid. That's Terrence's age. He Could you imagine the, Terrence going to prison? Their attention span is at, like this. Like, that doesn't even make sense to expect Terrence that. would be like, I want to kill myself. Fortnite is lagging. <laughs> like, you so, think he's going to fucking solitary confinement? Fortnite is yeah. not even there. It's, it's just gone. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. So he ended up being in solitary confinement for 18 or 19 years. Wow. Like that long of time because he was never good for six months straight. He was never good, so he ended up staying there that whole period of time. And he killed. He he actually ended up killing himself while he was locked up in prison. Yeah. Well, this goes back to how everybody says there's like the pipeline from yes, you know, schools to prisons. That's exactly. Don't what get I'm me wrong. About. I do feel like there is some sort of thing like that, but I don't feel like every school district or whatever it's set up in that manner i do feel like a lot of the predominantly black ones that's that what ryan know, that's what ryan just said i feel <laughs> like the predominantly yes white schools. okay so i was just watching something oh my god what was i watching where the guy was in solitary confinement and made him go crazy um i'll have to think about it but basically he and he was a grown man that went crazy from it like it doesn't how do you 
Well, people need know. people need physical know. contact. People they do. Need, like it's a people need conversation. With, like like yeah. you cannot if you if you you're stuck in your in own that. brain. Yeah. It's, it's you have nowhere suffer. to go. You have nothing to bounce off of. Like you cannot. You be talking to a wall like wall. Do you, you know that? that um, like Meek Mills mentioned that because they had to put him in solitary confinement as a a, a celebrity oh, really? in jail, but he said like he was there for so long. Nigga, shut up. No, that makes sense. <laughs> no, seriously. If they're no, that's not even my Your commissary stat. He's minus maybe a negative B celebrity. Imagine those that really end up in jail. Like let's say like, when Tupac think, went in jail. No, I know. he was with big. People. He was and I want to say Lil okay, Wayne. Was maybe with they too. just maybe they just do that now but because it, everybody's so offensive or offended about know. everything. I mean, but, he could have been a risk to other I don't know what his situation is, but he it could have been like Wendy confident. Williams said. <laughs> Oh but look, Lord. okay, so let me say this about what you were saying about the pipeline in prison. Okay. It starts with young boys who can't go to the next grade mm-hmm. or young girls who can't go to the next grade. Mm-hmm. They start to feel shitty. They don't or try. Or they um, assign as being AD&D. A- right, ADD, ADHD, deficits. special ed or special needs based on their behavior and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And if the parents do not stay super duper involved Mm -hmm. the kid you never know how your child is going to feel you know and and that's what i have to say about that because i believe that it's a real thing because every single real thing my my son my nephews every single one of them went through time while schools had to repeat a grade yeah well what i will say is this and that i've always said this to all of my friends that are parents at the end of the day it comes down to you letting hey brian Y'all are so silly. At the end of the day, it comes down to you letting every teacher every year know, hey, I'm here. I am visible. I am here. I'm, I'm extending an olive branch for you to reach out to me. Fucking olive branch, bitch. Talk to my son again. Without my knowledge, I'm going to fuck you up. That too. All I'm saying is what I've learned, even when my son is in, was in Spring Guys D and it got really shitty. Camp Spring come. is really bad too. Yeah, it is. But I didn't feel it until his sixth grade year mm-hmm. when they were too too worried about disciplining more than taking like mm-hmm. uh, teaching them. Mm-hmm. And that's when I put him in Cypher. But long story short, every year I just made sure all the teachers knew, hey, look, I'm here, I'm present. Here's the lines of communication open. I made sure I reached out to them all the time. I don't care how hood or how ghetto your kids' school might be, you still have to be right. that parent. Be present. Be present, be visible, because if you don't, even if you can only afford the hood, that don't mean you don't reach out, because it makes a big difference when you do. Point uh, blank, Danielle, period. What's that girl's name, Jotina? Mm-hmm. When we went to that Women's March. Okay, I remember. When she spoke, that was like the number one thing she talked about. Because I think, is she an educator? She's a teacher. So she said, basically... We need to be present, even for if you're kids. present for your kid, just like you were present for your kid mm-hmm. and all the kids whose moms are at work or whose moms are gone off or whatever. All of that. Somebody needs to be there present. and be present yep. for these kids. They take extra care of your kid when they know that, because guess what? They don't know if we're going to call at any point in time and say, hey, girl, and I'm calling the Texas Education Agency you know what I'm every time. <laughs> well, I mean, in teacher's defense, like they are overworked. They are. So I mean, like to take care of the ones that they know. That's what I'm that saying. The next person is going to ask them about versus the ones right. they don't. 
I wouldn't. That's just fuck about none of that. Don't talk to my son without calling me. That's just human nature, though. Like yeah. if if somebody else doesn't give a shit about about something, and you don't necessarily have the time right. to put in you the see effort, it's or whatever, like why should I? Not, not necessarily That's like why sad. should not necessarily like why should I? But I already have like a classroom full of kids, more mm-hmm. kids than what I should be having. And I know that these parents right here are going to be asking about what's going on with their kids. So I need so to pay I, attention to I know to for it. sure I need to be on top of this shit. That's real. You know? That's real. Mm-hmm. I about that. But I know I've said this several times. But I'm saying one more time. Don't talk to my motherfucking son <laughs> without letting me know. And on that note. So <laughs> we do have, we're starting a little bit of a new segment. It's called Bad Reviews. Because we're going to read some bad reviews. Uh-oh. So, in honor of the justice system, I found some really awesome reviews from our Houston Police Department. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Shut up. I she will say. To make sure everyone is aware yes. of who it's about. I will say that after looking up bad reviews for police, that the Austin Police Department has more bad reviews than the HPD. I can see that. Yeah, there were some there really angry hours. people. They were like, the APD. <sighs> oh, yeah, okay. All right, so this one, I, I put the the longest one first. Y'all know I'm going to be in my actor's voice. Danielle, turn away. <laughs> Good Lord. You have the mic. Thank you. Do your thing, boo. Even though, who, who knows if it's even recording? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Called HPD to file a hit and run report but was told that I had to go into a station to do so, even though I know they can do it over the phone. Incident happened at Sam's on South Rice. They gave me an address that was off Gessner, which isn't even close to where it happened. Called back to get a closer location, was given the Montrose location. Drove the 10 minutes to get there to find out three or four cruisers in the parking lot, plus several other cars, and a sign on the door stating, Officer out on investigation. Be back shortly with the doors locked. You mean to tell me that they have an entire office that sits empty and isn't available for use when an officer is on investigation? There isn't anyone else in the entire building that can spend 10 minutes taking a hit and run report? What is the point of having that substation then? Besides wasting our tax dollars. On a side note, just moved into a new subdivision and live on a corner lot now <laughs> with stop signs at all four corners that people have constantly ignored and blazed right through at 50 to 60 miles per hour. My homeowners association, my neighbors, and myself have made repeated phone calls trying to get an officer to sit in the corner and get people to obey the traffic laws. <laughs> Needless to say, it's still not happening. What exactly is it that HPD does besides waste our tax dollars? They take their sweet time arriving when needed, don't follow through on open cases, don't enforce traffic laws, and damn sure don't enforce the statewide cell phone ban. Girl, okay? Okay. (laughs) Let's not forget about the countless officers who speed, make turns without signaling, and the ones who like to use their lights and or sirens to run red lights when not on a call, just because they think they can, because they're a cop and they're above the law. That was a one-star review. Somebody is mad. She actually <laughs> just made that. 
March 27, 2018. That bitch say, y'all need to come and sit at the stop sign in front of my house. I am so sick and tired of oh, all these people running this stop sign, putting my life in danger. You know what's bad? They've got it. When did, was it last year where through school zones, everybody is going to get in trouble or it's like against the law for, for phone On phones? Yeah. Even in, even in. Yeah. You're not supposed to be. At, I mean, everywhere. like on the regular roadways, you're not supposed to text and drive. But oh, as you heard, uh, whatever her name is, say. They don't enforce the cell phone ban. They do either, though, honestly. No, because they have to go like to real crimes. I mean, first of all, they have a whole motherfucking laptop. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> you got a big screen in your Wait, shit. Don't pull me over. They know that you're texting. When you look at the next when, car, yeah, you, can you can tell the person's texting. You'd be like, I've never gotten in trouble for it, so I don't know. No, but I. But thought, I'm not waiting to get in trouble for it to find out. My mom has been texting and driving. My mom. So that means she's like, oh. I mean, you can tell. Yeah. Okay. If there's an accident, you can tell that that's what was going on. All right. So, actually, okay. I do have an Austin uh, Police Department uh, review, but I'm going to read one more HPD first, and then Austin. Major financial crime. Sorry, nothing we can do. Some creepy guy stalking you on your walk, trying to pay you for sex. Sorry, nothing we can do. Oh. What the hell? Car gets broken into three times. Sorry, nothing we can do. Go when the light turns green. Get verbally bashed and screamed out for not seeing him trying to stop you from the sidewalk at the opposite diagonal corner during rush hour. Stop to let a cop cross four lanes of moving traffic, not at a crosswalk while he's on foot. Here's a citation because your registration is a few days late, even though you just got the inspection and you had a baby just now. Congratulations. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time for that, baby. <laughs> Bitch, we don't care. I mean, like, it's it's pro-life. We don't, you, we only care about it when it's in the womb. Like, we don't care about it when it's here. Like, fuck that shit. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we don't give fuck. We're going to rip it away from you and throw it in the garbage and no all kinds of shit. I'm just going to remain neutral. All right, so this is the last one. This is from the Austin Police Department. There's actually a YouTube video. I can link it for you guys. This was one of the most stressful videos I have ever filmed. I was harassed and intimidated for nearly an hour, all for exercising my First Amendment right. I was grabbed, shoved, and bumped into my car and... Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. He said, bumped into a few times when trying to walk in a different direction. Then the cops prevented me from going to my car and leaving. They made me wait until after I was arrested. The tow truck to come and take a see what like this. See, yeah, this, it's that's, bad. Th- baby, you drunk. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not her. It's the writing. Just so you know. I mean, he's drunk, obviously. Okay, so those are my bad reviews. <laughs> um, I mean, not to take anything away from HPD. I mean, they do. They protect and serve. Right when they do what they're supposed to do, they're doing a yes. good job. You know, and I when James Goffney, my brother's in blue. We yeah. love you. We love you guys. You know, it, it's more of the suburban cops that people Because they're fucking bored. Yeah. Niggers in the suburbs? What? The yeah, like like them. maybe for like 50 years now. The nerve of them to be in Pearland and Katy and Cypress. The nerve of them. Woodlands. I mean, you saw the guy. We talked about this, didn't we, last week? Mm-hmm. But the guy who was walking around saying, I think most people want an all-white neighborhood. 
I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, who? That was the guy that's running for Senate or Some, something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you like the wine? Um, I liked it. It was, um, it has like a little bit of spice to it that it I does. like. Yeah. Like a little bit of a peppery. Pepper yeah. Peppery and cherry or something. I don't know. But I, I liked it. And it's. It's dry. You know, I like dry. Yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, like now I tried something at H-E-B last week that you would love. It is like so gross, but it's, it's just like dry. <laughs> I like super dry, but I like, like this dry is a good dry. Okay. Well, yeah, you will like this. Oh, okay. It was like, but it actually it was a Chardonnay and it was like hella I dry. Like I don't like Chardonnay anymore. Yeah, it wasn't like a regular Chardonnay because it was dry uh-huh. as fuck. This was like Chardonnay, but not. Juna said, sound it out. That's oh. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> I can't see. Y'all don't knock me. I'm like, damn. You would look up and read that thing. All the comments that's going on here. Oh, my God. That's too funny. Because you were like, man, me. <laughs> she said it, his name so slow. You know what? I'm not even mad at y'all. I'm not mad at Danielle. Ryan wrote, does it tipsy? I'm aware. It's okay. Everybody go to bed. It's okay. I still say that, but it's okay. Everybody go to bed. I'm I'm sorry, my bad. That was just too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Everybody go to bed. I really was like, nom yo. You did your (laughs) word. Good lord. It was all (laughs) indiscreet. I didn't come here to be made fun of. I'm about to be like Kimmy Schmidt and run away. Oh my god, that is my favorite show in my whole entire life. I just finished it, and I'm actually unbreakable. They're alive, damn it, is a miracle. Unbreakable. Okay, so I feel like y'all are about to close the females are strong as hell. Okay, Titus. So can I bring up a topic? Sure, what you want to talk about? I'm so sick of the WYD. Oh, Lord. Are you really? Really? Yes, because I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. For whatever reason, it's become, it's like everything everybody's talking about for the last 72 hours, right? So, my thing is, half the dudes that even bring it up, they're like, oh, well, we can't even say WYD. Hold on, hold on. We can't see WYD. Like, basically, people are saying we should be grateful for getting a text. I need anybody who listens to this to realize, men, it's not the WYD that's an issue. The issue is nothing afterwards. You cannot ask me, what are you doing? And I say, at work or chilling or working out or have sleep. Or whatever, and don't say anything after. And then five hours later, ask me what I'm doing what? again. Don't you do it? <laughs> is that not what? Don't you do that's it. the ones we complain about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like not... all you ask me is what I'm doing. You nigga, you don't need to check in with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call your mom or something. Let it be a conversation starter for you to be like, oh, okay, that's cool, babe. You know, so what you got up for today? Talk about what you're doing or whatever. Blah blah blah. If like, why am I telling you what I'm doing? Like, I'm on a date. Yeah, let me let me give you the real tea. Oh, I'm actually on a date with someone else. Yeah, mm. like, why am I telling you what I'm doing? Should what, I come what by is it after? What to? What is the point? If it's not, it like, 
That is the problem. It's nothing. It's just they're like, well, let me see. Let me see if she still responds. <sighs> And this like, is why check, after three WYDs in a row with nothing, you will never receive another response from me you ever again. And you cannot tell up. me that women are wrong for that. No. You're literally just running through the rotation of women that you have. And all you're saying is, what are you doing? Even if you... It, let's, no, let's no, no, no. Not what are you doing in WYD. Let's hypothetically W-Y-D, say... Yeah, because it's not the fool. What are you doing? The is laziness. WYD. D on top of nothing. Let's hypothetically say they don't—they don't even have like um, just like a stable of women. What? Like, let's just hypothetically say that they're not like they don't have dating a, stable, a lot of people. Or, have, I'm sorry, okay. they're not. What okay. are you okay. doing just, to a lot of people? Right, right, right. Like, they don't have like just a whole just, just this of new people. person that doesn't have anything going on, and they're still. What are you doing? Yet? Right. So that just literally means that they have no personality. Right. No. So if you're know, asking what they don't you... know how to text right. at all. And so like if you don't know how to text, then you need to like be able to articulate that. But if you don't know how to text, call. you also don't know how to converse because you know how easy it is to be like, oh my God, I know. Well, you know, oh, oh, okay, I'll say this. Um, this guy I went out with once, he didn't text much, right? Well, we well, he texted, but his text was like so fucking dry. And when I went out with him, like I was, I was even questioning why I was even going out with him or whatever, right? So, but when I, I went and met up with him, it's we like, had drinks. Why and, am I doing this? Yeah, you know, because I, I was like, the text, text message is like so fucking mm-hmm. dry, like it's not even interesting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like as I was talking to him, like we had like a really good time, and I think I, we sat there probably just like after we ate and drank for like two hours just talking or whatever, right? So did he ask you what you were doing at any point? <laughs> he did not ask me what I was doing at any point. But because what, on what they text, were doing was in person. But on but in text message, he just had hardly anything to say. And my thing, I communicate mostly through text. Right, right because like, don't call don't, me because don't I'm call busy. Me. Don't call, right. what, what do you want? That, <laughs> what do you want that warrants a See. phone call? <laughs> and you know that, how I feel about that. <laughs> no, I, I can do, uh, I'll, I'll tell you my Like, I don't, I don't do, later. I don't really do phone calls unless it's like something serious or whatever, you know, but. I, I like talking to Pat, but like a guy that I'm not like in a relationship with, I'm like. What do you want? Why are you calling? I mean, we can talk maybe like once a week, but like, don't call me every day. Mm -mm. I'm not trying to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. So anyway, what happened? What happened with him? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We went out on a second date, and he did something fucked up, and. So, so basically, he probably didn't do something you didn't like, and she was like, "I ain't gonna be able to do it." Yeah, like, I don't know what he did. The nigga did not breathe right. The nigga like bro- he was breathing wrong. He did like on that video that's going around. He called Ghost and then came back. <laughs> what you do? But isn't that so? What they do? She's like, it "So, is. what is your relationship going?" And he was like, "Blue." Yep. Like seriously? And then, well, I will say that's one of those questions you really should probably ask in person. She tried. She did. But with her cartoon but ass. The way that they had that set up, it was like literally a text conversation in person. Like it was it was all the way bad. And the bad thing it was is very funny. it was very funny. The bad thing is people don't realize that that is literally real life for some people. It is. I have had that real life conversation with somebody and then I'm like, You're catching ghosts and you ain't even got a first date. And so, and but then they come back and and be like, "Wait, here's here's it. Here it is. So when you gonna let me take you out? Exactly. (laughs) And then at that point, I'm like, "But did you you ever ask? You had the chance. So when you gonna let me see you? Last week, whenever you caught ghosts, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So, dudes, 
Just listen to what we're saying. It's not the W-Y-D. It's the lack of anything after it. You have to do something after it. And the times even when I have said, you know, hey, how are you doing today, blah, blah, blah. If you give me two closed responses with no room to move. Where am I going to go from No here? room to communicate. I don't even want to talk to you, but now you I really don't me, care. you how is your day, I, if I say how was your day and blah, 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 and you just say fine, and then I ask you something else and you still give me another closed mouth response, guess what? I'm not texting you no more whatsoever. Block You're giving me nothing. Yeah. All you gave me is what you doing. I mean, honestly, because why would you waste your time talking to somebody who you know you can't have a conversation with? Like, I'm proud of you for going on the date, but I feel like you must have been in a bad place. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no possible fucking way that you would right. be like, you know what? Especially you, because you're hard. Right, because you, you, you like anybody. You are people. <laughs> Especially you don't like men. anybody. So it's like, Danielle went on a date with somebody who was boring her during the text. Let me find out you was looking Your for a distraction. <laughs> yeah, you was looking for a distraction. You was like, oh my God, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I know, but it was, yeah, it was really funny. Like, we, we did have fun, like, on a date. But I don't. I think some things that he was saying didn't add up. Like, I can't remember what it was. Like, it was so long ago. When I, I mean, it was probably like last year sometime, but... I, I have no idea. Last year was early. six months ago. No, but like okay. early last year, though. Like. Okay. So this was before or after Can't Plan a Day, right? Oh, who was he? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the guy? We when were at you the got mall, so many like, niggas, you going. can't keep oh, up with no, them. That was like two years ago, huh? Was it? Well, maybe we we probably didn't talk last year because we hated each other. I don't know, I don't remember was, hearing about this, say, so I don't think it was two years ago. It might have been last year. I want to mm. say that, oh, oh my God, he irritated the fuck out of you me. You remember now? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking oh, about. Okay. He messaged me, like, maybe, like, a month or two ago, like, hey, when can we go out? Blocked. Why? Are we, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Uh, no, 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 no. Instant no, block. He enjoyed his company, but. Yeah, yeah, him, no, no, no. But, yeah, when, but the dude. Dale got so many niggas. <laughs> She came oh no no, no 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 not him not him not him first girl. of all I'm in the resistance like let's just start there no 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 not him not him this other girl no not Y'all him either. keep this believing the girl. resistance exists for Danielle if you want <laughs> and on that note I'm done I'm just a guest but no I'm just yeah. here to drink wine no it wasn't him um he was so super annoying that was uh, that situation but you low-key liked him and you were I like did, oh my god like yeah he but even though he wanted to fix him even though he was like chubby and I thought that he may have had breasts. I remember that. But, now that I remember. I need to go to sleep now. I'm, I'm going to leave. And I was I, like, I you know what? I, but I, I did like him, though. And I was just like, can I get over that? But so he when he started room. not being able to play in a date, you were like, you got titties and you ain't shit. <laughs> Fuck this. No, but you know what? Danielle has always had a stance against man boobs. Yes, yeah, of course. Like of course. the whole thing. Like I dated a dude with man boobs and she used to tell me. But he has man boobs. <laughs> How is this working, Jocelyn? <laughs> Danielle be like, seven, eight eight years just, ago, but still, know, she like, was just like, "Do you motorboat that?" Like, oh my god! <laughs> she is the reason I will probably never date anyone that has man boobs. I think mm-hmm. it's just I don't know because I just associate that with. Um, Femininity, yeah, and it's like I don't want to be with a you, woman. my bitch. Exactly, like I don't, I don't. So want if that. they have male boobs, they're I'm, I can't do man titties. Yeah, they because you bitch made. I can't do gynecomastica. <laughs> you don't see, it's so 
just so y'all know, there's like a 10, 20 second delay on Facebook. So when we're doing this here. So you can see it over here, though, but over here is a delay. It was like a whole delay. It's like a whole delay of us motorboating. I don't know. I don't want to motorboat. Now. Want to motorboat. All right. So, but like, y'all want to finish rating the wine? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, um, so I, give, yeah, I, I give actually give much. it a 20. Okay. I like. I didn't actually way. smell it. Let me see. Let me smell. I sound like my Kimmy breath is Schmidt. in there. Twenty out of what? I, you know what? I love Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Yeah, I finished it today. I didn't. I didn't really love the last season, but all the other. Seasons well, there's going to be six more. I actually cackled at this last one whenever Titus was doing the acting gig. That was funny as fuck. Titus is fucking. Hello when funny. Titus was dressed as Kimmy in the bunker with the bannequins, <laughs> and then people say, you're just jealous. I say, oh, my God. <laughs> Titus is funny, period. He's just he's just hilarious. Everything about him is hilarious. Yeah, he is. I'm going to give it a 22. 22? What'd you give it? I'm going to give it a vodka, because that's pew, what I pew. It's a 22. In this pew, show, pew, pew, pew. It's a 22. I'll go with whatever they're giving because I'm not really a wine drinker anymore. So if they say 20 and 22, I'm going to go with the median of 21. <laughs> All righty, then. Let me be great. Do not forget to head over to Love and buy them tickets so that you can come and see us live our fullest life in New Orleans. Yeah, August 10th through 12th. Okay. Um, I don't really have any other news to report except for just make sure that you always join our Facebook group. Subscribe to our show. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. You and this William Shatner ass voice like, oh my God. All I got to say is I need a roommate for New Orleans. Y'all on this bullshit. I don't know what the hell. Who's going to, I need a roommate because I'm going. So yeah. Nice to see you guys. Okay. So. I'm sorry, uh, Kim Kimmery. Kim Kim Kimmery. Kim Kimmery. Bye bye. Bye. No, but like. Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.